Welcome to the Newscape Higher Ed Podcast, featuring your hosts, Don Betts and Mark Stansberry. In this episode, Don and Mark talk about maintaining relevance and clarity in a time of change and challenge. This podcast is brought to you by Newscape Higher Ed Advisors, helping university leaders effectively serve their faculty, staff, students, and community. Visit newscape.us to find out more. Welcome to another episode of Newscape Higher Ed Advisors. I'm Mark Stansbury. And I'm Don Betts. Today, our subject is maintaining relevance and clarity in a time of change and challenge. And Don, definitely, we do have change and challenge before us. Uh, If you will, begin our discussion on this most important subject. Thank you, Mark. We we have a we have an issue before us, or actually, um, almost like a landscape or an environment before us that would could take up many many hours, et cetera. And obviously, that's not our our purpose here. But talking with the colleagues and friends that are involved with higher education, and reading the education press daily, listening to the commentaries, both education and non, trying to compare this particular period with other historic periods, relatively recent or a little bit further removed, and trying to look for those points of congruence and difference, I'm continually drawn back to this conclusion, and that is we are in a brand new world. You might call it a new landscape. Um, And we're so far um, in the process into that change, changing circumstance, that we can't really or aren't really able to completely judge what it is and how it will come out. We are literally, as someone has said much said before, sort of making this pathway as we walk on it. And I think that's a bit what's going on right now. To call this a period of challenge and change, people would have to say is an understatement. The other day, someone stopped me on, on Zoom and said, um, so what's next, the locusts? They, these are educated friends of mine. And that's a great term. I'm, what is left? All the all the biblical travesties that we could possibly think could occur seem to be swirling around us. And higher education obviously has not been exempt from those challenges and those and that drama. We read daily about institutions that aren't starting fall programs in sports and other areas. Institutions that are finding themselves in dire straits in terms of economy, institutions that relied on large numbers of international students coming to American campuses that are not coming in the same numbers they were before, institutions that, particularly regional universities, but others, that are reliant on appropriations from state legislatures, finding those appropriations going down or decreasing over several years, and now helping to create a situation where there's literally no wiggle room in terms of response time and, and response to opportunities that could come along because the resources aren't there, uh, dec- potential declining enrollments, and then of course having to rearrange how you how you do what you do. A time of challenge and change when you when your strength was you were an institution that prided yourself on a student coming into a classroom with a gifted, experienced teacher lecturer, educator, mentor, and now she or he uh, must relate to you uh, over the screen that sits in front of your 
of your computer or your laptop, your handheld phone, whatever it might be. All of which to describe that, yes, this is a time of challenge and change. And while no dimension of our society seems immune to these challenges that can somehow count themselves exempt, higher education, education itself, and higher education in particular, from our perspective, really finds itself in the, the crosshairs of change. And I am following the writings and the thinking on many fronts. There is, I find many insightful comments and some great reflection going on, but there is no um, silver bullet here. There is no one flavor that resolves everything. This is going to resolve, this is going to require an immense amount of focus, collaboration, and clear thinking and acting in order to create the next us in higher education that we're going to be. It's interesting that we came up with a name after looking at many names for our company. We came up with Newscape. And I think of uh, this new world we're talking about in the new landscape of higher education, Newscape. Uh, we're, we're definitely, we were definitely at the time looking at how we were taking metrics and the digital world and looking several years down the road. Well, that changed, as we know, several months ago to the point the digital world is here, fast moving. Uh, we are, we've been remote from each other in uh, recording our episodes for several months. Uh, we have Zoom calls on and on and on of how it's the, our lives have already changed, but also that means higher education's changed. As we see, uh, I, I see students uh, from, from kindergarten age up through universities that are now having to adapt uh, and adopt new ideas of how to educate. Some are going back to school for, uh, for two days and then three days online. Some are uh, looking at only online. Some are, of course, homeschooling. Uh, some are uh, looking at teaching from their backyard. I mean, it's on and on and on. But I think the key is the change was coming. This just accelerated it to a point that, that we were heading that direction anyway when it comes to the digital world. With the way of teaching, I think we're heading that way as well. It was a matter of time. But to have it all drop before so quickly and then have to adapt is uh, challenging to, to all of us, and especially uh, students and parents and all those that are involved from faculty and so forth, administration. With that, what can we, to keep relevance, I, I think of uh, brick and mortar, that it was so important through the years. Uh, I know when I was thinking about going to college, I'm going, where do I go? Because I'm thinking of when I say where I'm going, I don't think of definitely online. I think of uh, the great heritage of a university campus. Uh, and to take this tradition that's on that campus and carry it forward and thinking that, you know, maybe... Uh, some of my family members will want to go to the same university down the road, same, uh, have the same opportunities, or at least something similar to that. And then comes the digital world with that. And how do we keep the relevance? Because now there are students going, and parents, and of course, looking at budgets and funding. Uh, the experience on campus is something that I'm very high on. To actually be able to go through 
uh, to to the university and to greet uh, those at the cafeteria and those across the campus and to meet students from around the world. I can't imagine meeting all these individuals that I'd met through the years at on campuses uh, as a student, for example, and looking at Zoom. And that's the only way I met these individuals. To think that that's missing or would be missing is something that I hope we don't get to. It feels that way right now. But at the same time, online has a, has a very important part as well, and especially when a student is looking at down the road making a living in their, in their profession. Um, and so to get to that end result is the goal is to get the degree and to be able to serve the public and serve others is the ultimate goal. But to get there is, to me, is looking at it from relevance, is taking uh, both the old and the new, and that's yet to come as well, and planning and looking at metrics, continue to look at those metrics, continue to look at plans and ideas that others are, are working on, and some successfully, not so successfully, and to combine all these efforts to the end result is having the best preparation of the tools to keep the relevance, we have to have the proper tools, whatever that is going to be defined. And like you said, who knows what that's going to wind up looking like down the road. But the clarity side, to make clear, clear to those ahead that we, as you know, as as I was a regent, and as now as in as a as a as a uh, in, in outside of that as a citizen here in Oklahoma and in, in the U.S., how can I be play a part in a, a student's uh, success for higher education and that has to be spelled out along the way challenge um, and change are here before us um, we've definitely gone have seen great teams put together at all these universities in our state uh, they're still in place and they're going to continue to to develop and there'll be new leaders and new team players as well and we welcome that because we're going to need some new ideas and then we're going to have to execute and be there to help execute the plan. Yes, Mark, I think everything that you've just articulated is certainly part of the overall landscape that we're facing and raises a series of questions. Your references to tools reminds us that uh, had this pandemic come at a time when we had technology in the 1950s, our response would have been very different than what it is today. And we would be looking at options for uh, common ed as well as for higher ed, we simply, simply um, that would not have met the challenge and uh, tools, those tools we have now would not have, would not have had them at that time, but we have these tools. And what we've learned is that in a relatively short amount of time, universities and colleges made the switch to using technology in order to supplant what was normally a face-to-face -face experience. And some institutions have done it dramatically well, others less so, but all have made the transition in, in a way that tells us that this is part of a, what I would refer to as a hybrid view of the future of higher education in terms of instruction, that there will be and learning. So uh, we have learned that these tools can be very efficient and effective for certain goals uh, in education, classes, laboratories, et cetera. And we'll use those and continue to develop those. But it also, Longtime devoted educators and others are convinced about the connection that has to be there between student and instructor and between student and student. 
that can't be harvested from a one-dimensional experience on the screen. Uh, some preliminary data I've seen students coming back onto campuses, they want to be on campus. They, they don't want to be isolated forever. They might even come on campus and take online courses from their from their residence or from their apartment where they're living, et cetera. So they, they certainly are adept at the technology, but there is a social cultural dimension that they simply don't want to miss. And so we are so much in the early stages of adjusting to them coming back to, into the campuses now and how this will work and not work. We've seen some institutions open, have a, have a COVID spike and, and go back to online for two, three or four weeks. We have others that have decided we're not, we're not going to do face-to-face. -face. Others have said we are going to do face-to-face, -face, most of the time adopting certain practices. So this is a big laboratory right now, an experiment about what will work and what doesn't. But in the post-COVID era, I think you will see some ongoing changes that uh, will be adopted by the institutions that uh, offer higher education. And they will, uh, the, the technological side, and there's a couple other sides that I'd like to perhaps speak about before we uh, end our short session today. But these points that you've raised, I think particularly about the impact of technology on confronting the changes and the challenges we faced are highly relevant. I would encourage those as chairs and as presidents and leaders to really open up on communication. Uh, I, I, I feel that in order to have the, to make the right decisions, to have the right ideas, communication is as important as ever. We've had a, an episode on this already, but communication right now, you know, I, I want to have more ideas. I want to hear what's going on in other, not just in my own state, not in my own community alone, but to look at what's going on on the East Coast, the West Coast, what's happening uh, in our region. And, and also we can learn not only from those in higher education, those in other industries and other businesses and so forth, and what, how are they adapting? What can we learn from that? So it's a time to learn, time to adapt, and it's it's a fast-moving world we live in. The newscape that we talk about is there, and I, I would encourage communication uh, to to build that relevance and to share this time very productively. I looked at the metrics that we talked about uh, creating, uh, working together, Don, with the Regional University System of Oklahoma that we took about two years to develop, and they're still important to this day. Uh, we're still going to have to be talking about those key areas. We'll just have to plug it in in, in a different way, whether it's uh, online or, or in the classroom or however we wind up developing uh, the plan, the rollout roll of the plan. But we're still going to have to have retention. We're still going to have to look at enrollment. We're going to have to look at recruitment. It, it, those things have, have not changed as far as the ultimate goals, but they're going to have to change as far as how we execute. So those that are executing most successfully, we need to uh, look at their ideas. Uh, and there's going to be some that really do great in one area, not so great in another. We need to look at every possible way to, to better our higher education system. I can't imagine that the rest of this time, I, can, I remember seeing you, Don, uh, handing out I mean, thousands <laughs> of degrees and shaking the hand and posing for a picture and how excited the student was uh, in receiving the degree. Uh, I can't imagine that that stopped uh, forever. Uh, there'll be a day 
where that comes back, hopefully, because that's so important. Because when I look out, when I used to look out and I'd see you hand the, the, the diploma to the student and the, the face would brighten up, so excited. But then I'd hear a cheer up in the stands and I'd, I'd look out and there's the parents and family and friends all cheering on. And it became a community effort because then others don't even know the student. They're cheering on. And it's just a wonderful thing to see all this excitement. I miss that. And I think we all miss that. And so we're hoping that there's something uh, that comes back to life because all this time is not just the person that spent three, four, five years to, to get the diploma. It took some of these individuals, their parents and their grandparents a lifetime to have that opportunity to see their child or their grandchild or their friend receive that diploma. All the sacrifices made, all the opportunities before them. And so I can picture it, and maybe that's what I'll have to do in the years to come, but I can picture the excitement. And it's still going to be exciting. We may have to recreate that as well. And as far as uh, looking at ma maintaining relevance, that's a big part of it is receiving that diploma. Yeah, I keep thinking when you're referencing about graduation that maybe maybe the handshake uh, is gone forever, or at least for a long time, as, as we move into the next era. I, I wanted to say a word about another dimension of the challenges and the change in maintaining relevance. And that has to do um, beyond the logistics and the mechanics, which are absolutely essential to the delivery of education. And that is the focus on issues. I, we already know this, but students and society is demanding a great deal from their institutions, uh, education and non. And I find among university populations, whether they be students, faculty or students, um, and in increasing focus on issues of social justice, issues of diversity inclusion, uh, making sure that um, the, the full spectrum of society has opportunity to develop her or his talents to the fullest extent possible and that institutions will be held more accountable now, not just by, by the, um, some stand, national standards from accrediting agencies, but the students and the societies around them to perform and to act in, in particular ways. There are so many contentious issues now that are alive on, on university campuses where issues of social justice, equality, diversity, and inclusion are at the center of the controversy. And university leadership must continually identify and speak to these issues in the appropriate ways to the campuses and also to the society at large that surrounds them to make sure that the institution's role in that society is understood. That to me is, is part of that clarity and relevance we were referencing when we began to discuss the subject earlier. It is definitely our time, not just as a former regent here or former president or the regents that are listening, uh, presidents, faculty, staff, students, community leaders, and those uh, citizens that are listening to this program, it's for all of us to step up. We can't let things go uh, ignored anymore. And we'll say, well, that was never ignored, but it has been, or it wouldn't be the issue. 
And so we're going to have to step up in a bigger way to make life important for every person, to give them the light. And the higher education to me has been a light to so many for, uh, for others to have the opportunity that they wouldn't have had otherwise to come from some from poverty, to be able to get a higher education degree, to move forward, to make a living, support their family, and to see those results are, are unbelievable. But that means diversity and inclusion have to be embraced. We have to be more engaged. We can't just be followers. We have to step up and be leaders in that effort. And I know it sounds like I'm preaching, and I guess maybe I am, because it's our opportunity to be relevant and maintain relevance and be clear in this as far as clarity, but also we are going to be the change agent for agents. And we're the ones that have to meet that challenge. So it's before us and we can make that difference and higher education is gonna be better off because of all these efforts. It's gonna look different, but it's gonna be a good, good opportunity for all of us. Don, if you would, if you would, uh, as I always like to end the program, and we like to end the program, I should say, is uh, two or three takeaways from uh, this discussion. Well, there are so many dimensions to the subjects that we've opened here in a relatively short time. And I know, Mark, you and I will go back and explore some of these uh, with one another as well as with guests. But I come back to, the, to a couple of issues. One is we live in an era of volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity. It's time when no one can say, oh yes, I, we went through that exact same thing in, because no one can give us that frame of reference. Even, even those who have lived a long time and have journeyed through very demanding pathways, the confluence of so many factors going on now simply has probably not been produced in the past in this way. And yet at, at, for all this, all this movement and all this uncertainty, we are we continue to believe in a couple of basic issues and one is that that education clarifies that education was designed from the beginning from the onset of society to offer opportunities for individuals to improve their lives to get a better job yes but also to improve the, to improve their lives and to make make um, a step in the right direction the direction for themselves and for their families would not otherwise have happened when, when you have this swirl going around, I think we fall back on, on some basic issues. And that is, you have to proceed because you have sound principles. You look for those to guide you. We reinforce the importance of listening to one another and actually learning something from that process. And we re-embrace we re the relevance and the power of education to change lives and to create the future we want for our children. Thanks for joining Don and Mark for this conversation about maintaining relevance and clarity in a time of change and challenge. Make sure to visit our website at newscape.us. Also, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. We'll be back with more great conversations about higher ed and interviews with experts and people in the arena next time.